0: Welcome to session two of How to Brief Your Boss. This one's about some made-up rules and more career stuff. There are two sets of basic rules that will help you brief effectively. The first set is often called the 10 Basic Rules for Plain Writing. The principles are the same for briefing in person. I've lifted this particular version from a U.S. government website. 1. Use simple, clear words. Two. Be concise. Provide only the information the audience needs to know, which means that you need to know your audience, which is another challenge and why I do a workshop on the structure of government. 3. Explain the purpose of the document early and clearly. 4. Write short sentences and short paragraphs. 5. Keep the document short. Briefing notes no longer than two pages and letters one to two pages. 6. Use active voice instead of passive voice whenever possible. And I'll try to explain that later. 7. Use bullets or other visual tools to present the information in a way that's easy to absorb. 8. Avoid jargon and keep acronyms to a minimum. 9. use spell check, and check your grammar. 10. Meet all deadlines. I I like how they throw that in at the end. I mean, it's true, because if you don't meet deadlines, there's little point to any of the above. But it's more about time management than writing. The BC government has its own variation on this. It calls the Plain Language Guide. It modernizes the U.S. government list by recommending the use of neutral pronouns, like you, them, they, their, and encouraging the use of contractions in less formal communications. And it has a free online plain language course, so Google Province of B.C. Plain Language Guide. I should also acknowledge Professor Susan Doyle at the University of Victoria. Ms. Doyle has been teaching and publishing about professional and government writing for more than 25 years, and I've drawn from her work in putting this series together. Alright, on to the second set of basic rules. You'll always be asked to write something when you're at your busiest, actually dealing with that urgent issue that needs explaining. The best way to save yourself time and pain is to organize your thoughts before you start writing. Always ask yourself four questions. Why are you writing? Who's the audience? How will your writing be structured? And what are your key messages? I'll break that down. The first question. Why are you writing? Keep the desired outcome in mind. It'll help you focus on what's important to have in the note. Is it to get a specific approval or, say, prepare your boss for a difficult media interview? Make that clear early in your document. The second question Who's your audience? That's going to affect the amount and type of detail you need to provide. And most of the time, it's your deputy or your minister. The higher the audience, the less time they'll have available to read what you've written. Being concise and easily readable is critical. The third question you should ask yourself before writing How will it be structured? Well, usually you don't have a lot of choice about that. You're told to produce a specific type of document. So everyone should have access to the current briefing note and letter templates and the style book. But that last part needs a bit of explanation. There are a number of conflicting style books, and by that I mean formal sets of standards for writing, including abbreviation, formatting, punctuation, and word usage. Style books were originally developed to ensure consistency in academic writing and journalism. And while the BC government doesn't usually explicitly adopt one of those, Google the Government of BC Web Style Guide. That's as close to a style book as you'll get because it expresses the preferences of the government of the day. And believe me, those preferences change from elected government to elected government. And the fourth and final question to ask yourself What are your key messages? If you step onto an elevator with your boss, and they say, so tell me about the issue, how do you do that in the minute you have before the elevator doors open again? How do you make the most of a few words, a few sentences to communicate what's really important? What are the key messages your boss has to understand? Now let's go on a side quest to illustrate the point. When I talk with people about job interviews and career stuff, I almost always ask, What are your key messages about yourself? What do you want a potential boss to know about you? And I'm not talking about prepping for the standard interview questions. I mean, definitely, yeah, do that too. But if you're going into an interview, prepare some introductory comments about yourself. It's so important to be able to express who you are clearly and confidently. It demonstrates the rare gift of self-awareness, and if done strategically, allows you to speak to the two essential public service qualities I mentioned earlier. Make the most of the moments of informal conversation before the formal questions. I would say, I know you'll be asking me questions related to this job, but first, I'd like to give you the context to my answers. I'm committed to two fundamental things. Working corporately across government, and embracing the challenges and responsibilities of leadership. It's something that short, that simple. You'd probably say something different, but don't waste the opportunity to set yourself apart from your competition by using strategic key messages. So, how does this get back to what we're talking about? The ability to develop clear key messages on the topic at hand is at the heart of good briefing. When the topic at hand is you, it highlights that challenge. You may be a subject matter expert, but Distilling a complex topic into a few simple sentences that a layperson can understand takes thought and practice. Okay, that's the end of the second session. The next session is about writing briefing notes, finding and using strategic direction, and, as a change of pace, no career stuff. Thank you for listening.